Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. It's the Chris and Amy Show. Check it out. St. Louis, Mount City, we are going to have a great day today. Now, Amy Marks Cores, Chris Ranji on KMOX. Let's take it from the top. Oh, it's Friday. Hey now. Friday, baby. Yeah. What's going on, boys? Not What's much. What's going on? Where's our it's, girl? Uh, well, she'll be here in a little bit, but you know, it gets a little difficult with all these voices in the room. She'll be joining us for the uh, segment that you guys love called Did You See This? Did you Did happen you? to run across that thing? Did yeah. you see it? I didn't see nothing. Well, where is she? What's going I on? Even, she, I couldn't see a thing this morning. She's not feeling well. She's, she's under the weather. She's working she's from Ill? home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I tell you what, for a healthy gal, she's always ill. Yeah, didn't she Hancock? Well, it's all that running. Um, yeah, you know, if you if you if you spend all your life running out there, you think about there's, all the germs that you're. You know, there through. are there are some people who believe there's a fine, finite amount of energy in you, and if you spend it all, then well, I mean, Ooh, if you're I running twenty twenty five miles, you know, you're going through countless waves of, of viruses and germs out there that you're running through. Yeah, Where there's a lot you, of them out there. If you live a sedentary life, as I do. Uh, those germs aren't, you're not encountering them. That's why you're so good at your job. To be able to spin in your spot. To spin that sedentary lifestyle as the way to be healthy. It is. That's quite some spin, brother. You don't see me out there with a bunch of viruses, no. (laughs) You got bed sores? I'm right here. (laughs) Wait a minute, you had one like three weeks ago. Well, but that was a rare event, Rob. I mean, I, you know, well, I, I can't think of the last time I got sick. Three I don't weeks get ago. Sick. Well, no. was, yeah, okay. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I don't get sick. Well, John Hancock, Michael health. Kelly, with us on a Friday. He's it is gotta, a Hancock and he's Kelly do Friday. His three things. Here. Yeah, can I do oh, the three things if you don't you mind? Do what you got to do, Rob. Yeah, it's the Chris and Amy. Chris and Amy show today. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. Did you know that's the phone number that you can call and text? Has been for a while. Do you know what the voicemail number is? It's uh, 1-800-7... No, no, because you're going to confuse people. It's 314-944-4400. Yeah, uh, Holy crap. No. No. 314-944-1120. Oh, you can just drop it. a voicemail, leave us you know, 20, 30 seconds, that's, make that's sure it's good. And it one. might get on the air. You yeah. never know. Uh, Is that open 24 hours a day? Yeah, 24-7. Well, yeah. I think I'm on a Saturday night. Or maybe maybe when I'm Sunday night when I'm brilliant, yeah. I may call in and leave a couple All of right. messages. Is it yeah. is it open on February the 29th? It's open every day. Wow! It never closes. Nine four four eleven twenty. Nine four four eleven twenty. Three one four nine four four eleven twenty. Social media. Here. Social oh. media. We're on social media. Yeah. At Chris Amy K M O X. All of them. Time now for the top of the order. The top three stories everybody will be talking about. A successful lunar landing yesterday late afternoon. The Odysseus is on the moon. We've gone back to the moon after half a century. Also, City SC will be in action tomorrow. First MLS game of the season. We've got Dale Schilly joining the show later on. And also the Cardinals are 
Got they got spring training baseball. Mike Claiborne will join us to talk about that. And the South Carolina primary is happening this weekend. I don't think the American people would support a convicted felon, but I will tell you, I have a lot of issues with Donald Trump. I have said that. I have no bones about speaking that. I have even more issues with Joe Biden. The key is we don't need either one of them. I think the court cases absolutely hurt Donald Trump. Right now, it may be giving him a shot in the arm, but he has said himself he's going to spend more time in a courtroom than the campaign trail. It was about three days ago, gentlemen, that uh, we were sitting here and got this got word that there was a a big announcement or it was a major speech yeah coming from Nikki Haley mm-hmm. and all of us in the room thought oh gosh is she about she's getting to, out she's getting out she's dropping yeah. out uh well she's not and she's uh moving forward by all measures <laughs> the polling that we've the by all, all the polling that we have seen yes she is about to get beaten very badly in the South Carolina primary yep because it is her home state what does it do for her if, if, if it winds up being uh, not very close? What does it do for her politically, yeah. her political future, if in her own state she doesn't have a good showing? Well, you know, Michael and I do politics for a living. Yeah. So in, in my studied career and kind of understanding how these things work, uh, if she loses her home state, that's not good. Yeah. I mean, this is, but yeah, well, but this is a very unusual yeah. thing because she's going up against a guy that nobody can beat right now in the Republican Party. Yeah. It, it, he's going to be the nominee, um, barring something that, you know, we can't conceive of right now. And, and, but she's sticking around and she's sticking around. She's raising money. And, and as long as she's got money and can mount a campaign i think she's going to be in now i would expect sometime after super tuesday that's probably done yeah well i think she played the press beautifully uh because i think that's what she was hoping i think that's what her team was hoping is they would think oh everybody will show up and cover us thinking we're dropping out and i'll get to punch this guy in the mouth and that's exactly what she did what's amazing to me chris um, and we all know these folks who are you know really into donald trump and they, there's there's nothing this guy can do but when you look at the polling, I mean, the guy, the guy, he's the one guy that is going to ruin this election for the Republicans. Nearly any of those other candidates, including Nikki Haley, would absolutely stomp Joe Biden. That's what the polling shows us. Um, and and they are continuing to stick with him uh, to the point that it's it's just over the top. So I think the strategy she has and one hoping that he uh, winds up going to jail uh, running out of money or probably, you know, having some health issues. I think that's what she's ultimately playing for here because John's exactly right. If you can't win your home state, uh, you ought not be in the game, but we have a unique set of circumstances. I argued earlier this morning, I don't know how you feel about this, but I believe this is a cult that's going on around Donald Trump because there is no logical reasoning to continue to stick with Donald Trump against Joe Biden because he's the one Republican that can't beat him. I'll tell you what, though. If you lose your home state twice, you can become a fill-in host on KMOX. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> think about that. That could be in Nikki Haley's future right now. And what's with these? <laughs> what's with these people from South Carolina who think they can be president? Yeah. That was good. Thank you, know? you Ron. Uh, John Hancock is referring to himself. I am. Yeah. yeah. 
He's a self-deprecating. The but people I, of Missouri spoke, Ron. They did. I didn't like what they had to say. But their voices were heard. And they were heard. And that's well, how you ran in a really bad cycle in 1992. Both of them. I, I, the two worst cycles in what, the... What was the other one? 96? Yes. So 92 cycle. Uh, 92 was the worst one for you to run because that was after... Uh, George uh, Bush. You had, you had Ross Perot on the ballot. Yeah. And Our then, governor candidate was on his way to federal prison. Well, uh, yeah. During that that's election. where I was going to go. Yeah. And then. Uh, and Missouri mattered. So Bill Clinton was spending a lot of time yeah, in Missouri. And uh, and he helped sweep in. Every Democrat got elected across yep. the board, yep, including the beating a guy named John Hancock. Yeah. Wow. Lost by 1%. 1%. 1%. Joyful I don't even drink wow. 1% milk. No, I was just thinking the same thing. It's I not know. very we, good. We probably wouldn't be uh, a combination had oh, you buddy. won that race. No, I'd be running the country by now. You, oh, you think you'd be president? Oh, yeah. Would you have gotten into this uh, pro-Russia nonsense no, no, that's happening no, no. in your party it, and stuff? It, in fact, if you go back in time, it's like that movie with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Sliding doors? Yes. Shallow hell. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I like uh, that You one. know, where she goes through the door there, and then she gets hit by a bus or something. Uh-huh. And then she goes through the door Ethan Hawks 10 minutes later, her. and she's fine. And now, they play out both scenarios through the movie. It's how a, can a man so, have seen that movie but still not have seen The Godfather? I saw The Godfather. What? I watched The Godfather with my grandfather, with my well, father-in-law. Really? Yes. And your take? Uh, fine. Yeah. You I know. need to see it still. I don't want to talk about it. I okay. need to see it, though. But I did see The Godfather, so, yes. Congratulations. I may have fallen asleep. Had yeah. you won, mm-hmm. oh. what would what would have been the next step for you? Well, I had it all mapped Governor, out, Ron. You'd have been... So, uh, if I'd have won in 92, I was 28 years old. Just a young pup. Mm. And, uh, you know, the people would have seen... Still had hair on his head. I had hair and mustache. <laughs> people thought, mistook me from for Tom Selleck back in the day. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So <laughs> you're kidding? Me. No, yeah, because no. you know Tom Selleck would put on Can a little I pipe and old I, photo of fact, you, yeah, pound yeah. on the piano and, and play ragtime. Uh, I'd be selling reverse mortgages right now, but uh, but no, I had it, and then uh, yeah, a couple of terms as Secretary of State, and then you run for governor. Yeah, and uh, that would have been in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and uh, two thousand. You know, and you and Dick Gephardt could have gone at it in 2004, running for president. Yeah, for well, Missouri. no, I wouldn't have gone. To, uh, to too young. For oh, the, you know, okay. serve your two terms as governor, and then uh-huh. maybe there's a Senate seat. Who knows? Yeah, and then you run for president. Have you ever considered throwing your name back on the ballot since then? Yes. Have you? Uh, yeah, oh, yes. And the yeah. uh, oh. uh, people would reject it. Yeah. Again. Whoa. So why? I won't even. Well, run. I don't think I could win a Republican primary right now. Oh yeah, you probably could. No, I couldn't. I I would vote for you in a general. Would you? Potentially. Yeah. 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 I Because I, I like you. You know why? Yeah. Because I know that you have uh, people's best interests in mind. I do. I love people. I do love people. You know, here's something interesting. When I when I was back when I was winning elections, even before that, uh, we used to do a survey. You know, uh-huh. you pull the district or whatever. Right, right. And one of the questions, I've never seen it asked since, but we ask, have you ever met the candidate, you know, so-and-so, John right. Hancock, have you ever met the opponent? Right. You know, Joe Smith, whatever. And they would answer yes or no. I've met him or not met him. Meeting the candidate, just meeting the candidate is a stronger predictor of a vote than party affiliation, issue positions, anything else. If they've, I guess it's true at the local level. If they've met the candidate, they are far more likely to vote for them. Interesting. Yeah. It's because they become humans and right. Not- yeah, it's and, the, and you, more although, likable. Although we had the one guy, <laughs> this is <laughs> you don't become a part of the cliche argument. So, you actually become a human. You you like this, Michael? When yeah. I was a director of the Republican Party, and you were running the Democrat yeah. Party, 
So you go out and recruit these candidates to run for state rep. And oh, yeah. Different things. You uh-huh. know? So we had this guy. Liked him. He was a, he was a minister there in the local area. Okay. And uh, wanted him to run for office. Turns out he's at Disney World with his family. And the filing deadline's here. And so we, you know, we, run, yeah, I'll run, I'll run, I'll run. So we flew him back to Missouri to, to file for fill office out his for paperwork. state rep. Flying back to Disney World. And so he gets, he starts the campaign. We did a poll before the campaign started. He was losing by 12 points. Uh-huh. And we said, okay, now what you need to do is you need to go door to door and meet these voters. Right. That's a, so, man, he's every day. He's going door to door, door to door. We went back and polled after he'd been door to door for about three months. He was losing by 22 points. Yeah. <laughs> so we said, okay, so there goes stop that. going door to door. Stop talking. How awkward uh, was he? Uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> and he missed a whole day of his trip to Disney Yeah, World. I know. It was terrible. Yeah. So the bottom line is yes. Nikki Haley's going to have a really tough oh, time yes. politically after this. I think that's right. Well, that's I, I, oh. the reason I asked the question is because Donald Trump is such a unique um, entity in politics now that it's almost it's almost like he's his own thing. So is losing in her home state really that bad for her down the road? No. So I, like four years oh, from no, now, are people no. going to forget about it? Yeah, I think people are going to forget about it. And you know, I think Don Donald Trump is uniquely is a unique individual. Yeah. Um, and this party, no matter what happens, maybe he becomes president for four more years. Let's pray not. Or you know, he moves on. There's going to be a need for an emergence of a new generation of Republicans, and I think she's setting herself for that. Trying to. The problem is the the party ideologically has changed. It's a populist, nationalistic party right now, and and as long as that is the majority of primary voters, that's the the candidates that are going to emerge. Which is why, you know, we talked about Josh Hawley and and Eric Schmidt earlier. I mean, those guys are exhibit A of where the Republican Party is right now. God help us. Hancock and Kelly with us on a Hancock and Kelly Friday. It's the Chris and Amy show on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's the Chris and Amy show today. Amy will be joining us for Did You See This? Oh, yeah. The final segment of this hour. But I've got Hancock and Kelly with me. Yes, you And uh, uh, we were just talking about the lunar landing. Yes. The Odysseus uh, landing. In- oh, oh, what'd you call him? Odysseus? Yes. And, and uh, you know what amazed me about that? Yeah, right? what's that? So I, I don't know if you guys follow the news on this thing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't know I, that it was happening. Personally, I'm fascinated. By space. First time we've been there in half a century. It's a long time. We hadn't been there. But it's not us. It's a private company, right? Well, it's well, still NASA. Us. I mean, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, NASA's out yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, but there. here's the thing. You know, you look at the moon. It was a full moon last night. I don't know if you guys saw that, uh, but the moon was up there. Yeah. And it was full in the sky. And this thing, what do you, uh, Oedipus, whatever you call this thing, it, it lands, <laughs> it landed on the bottom of the moon. Which I think is amazing. You're Why is that amazing? Well, it's upside down up there. He, he's a, it it he lands thought... on the bottom of the moon, upside down. Incredible. You can't. 
I mean, that you takes can't some really believe what you're saying. That right takes now. some real engineering to be able to do. You think if you're going to land something on the moon, you on the land top. on the top of the moon. Because if you land on the bottom, you, you might fall off. upside down. Yeah, exactly. So under your logic, <clears throat> if we went down to Australia, you're standing upside down. Boy, you'd hate to see that. Uh, I mean, uh, that's that's your logic. That's why they got those little guys down there. Uh, but yeah, the, the guy. <laughs> Are you a flat earther? <laughs> no. No, the Earth is round. Okay. Yeah. It, what about the moon? The globe. No, you think it's, it's round? The, of course it's round. It's up yeah. there. You can see it in the sky. All right. But they landed on the bottom of the moon, and I, you got to take your head off to them. That was that took some that took some real engineering skill. Mm. A lot. They of, let this uh, man drive a car. They got a lot of calculus and uh, trigonometry and uh, all kinds of stuff going on there. Physics <laughs> to, to land that puppy on the bottom of the moon like that. Oh huh. man, impressive. You know, we got a solar eclipse uh, coming yeah. up in a couple I months. Can't wait. I, I am excited. Did you go to the last one? Did you watch the last one? Yeah, I stared right at it. Ditto. No, I, yeah, we had a, yeah, I went up there and looked. Yeah. August the 23rd, 19 or 2018 is when that happened. I'm, That's right. And just east of here, um, April 8th, 2024 is the next solar nice. eclipse. Yeah, and just yeah. east of downtown, uh, what, 20, 30 miles, you can get into the complete darkness. I'm going to go over there. I'll tell you that that experience of taking my glasses off when it was completely whole and you have the the black yeah, hole right. sun, uh, it, it it the energy it's it's unbelievable. It's, I, it's, I, I want to go feel it again. It feels mm. like a storm. Yes, like we're we're about to get pummeled by a pretty but, bad storm. And the sun sets on you know three sixty. I mean you know it's 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 unbelievable. And the energy that you get from it, uh, I get why people go chase these. You know there are people who chase these around the world. Yeah, that's a little places. much. I don't know. I, I, I don't so know. it's like going to see fish in concert, you know? Yeah. The people used to travel with fish. Oh, the fish, the band. The, yeah. What did you think I was like? It starts know. to smell after a while. I was going to see. Uh, uh, Daddy you know over what, here John, doesn't you know, even know what fish is. Fish, the band. You know him, right? That was in uh, Barney Miller. That yeah. was uh, fish. Was I think he has a- no a- clue Pagoda what you're talking the, about. Are you serious? P H I S H. Oh, well, no. fish. fish. That's what they do on the internet out Holy. there. They, they're sending. He has no clue emails. what you're talking. You're about. kidding me. I don't, I don't like fish at all, I, but I know what they are. Yeah, you don't know. They're in Mexico right now. Dave Matthews just played with them the other night. The that, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Now I like Dave Matthews. Ditto. I've but heard that, of him. That was, I was at the right age for that to be a thing. Yeah. And they tour all the time. Totally. And they have, they're very similar in the in the sense that they they're a jam band. They're like the right? dead. They're like Grateful Dead. Yeah. 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 What about these fish people? Are they, uh, are well, they a jam used to, band? Fish. There was a whole thing like Grateful Dead and Fish fans. Yeah. They would travel with the band. They still do. Huh. Trey their, Anastasia uh, is their uh, Jerry Garcia, if you Greek. will, of fish. They get in their Volkswagen van and they travel around the country and and follow uh, these bands like around. Like Scooby-Doo. Do, or do any Greeks the... have red hair? Because he's got red hair. I mean, he's... A, he's... Well, you got red-headed Greeks. Do you? Yeah. All right. I mean, they're out there. I, every Greek person I met looks like your wife. They got that long, beautiful brown hair, those deep brown eyes. She's a fine-looking woman. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing oh, that you were able to get her. Well, speaking of, I looked back at some old photos of John, the ones I could find on the internet. Yeah. And uh, John, you a handsome man. I don't like to what, talk, Ross. Are you sure you were yeah. looking at the right John Hancock? Something about those eyes. Oh, yeah, my. buddy. How about with that mustache? I didn't see he the mustache. He looked like every serial killer I, I in the find... 1970s you ever saw. <laughs> find me a mustache photo. I got to see that. It's Hancock and Kelly with me. Chris and Amy show on KMOX. It's Friday, baby. So for those of you that don't have to work on a weekend, this is this is great. Yeah, you know, yeah. got a Saturday coming up. Got uh, City SC playing tomorrow at Whoa. City Park, and and the weather—it's like it's uh, May. 
It's unbelievable. Tomorrow's going to be a little cooler. Really? But, yeah. But tomorrow will be a good day. Um, getting ready for City SC soccer at City Park. Um, Y98 will have the broadcast. And also uh, baseball tomorrow, guys. Yes. Very Grapefruit exciting. League baseball. The Cardinals play their first mm, spring training game, first a split squad spring. tomorrow, and that's going to be on KMOX. 11.55, uh, the broadcast starts. I make it a point to get in the car every year on the first spring training broadcast game to listen to. Uh, it, just, it just makes life complete. Ben talking about it all week. Yeah. And forget about what – we don't know what the season's going to be like. Gonna the be division, good. I think they'll be better. The division mm. is not very good, They're so I think good. that that helps. Um, but – there is that that just being in the car when it's starting to get yes. nicer out and you're driving yes. around and there's baseball on that doesn't really matter, but the sound of the game is there. Exactly. You got John and Ricky yes. and Klaibs. It's just, uh, it's, I love it. Guess I love that time of year. Guess who's going to spring training? Oh, Michael Kelly. Yeah. Whoa, ding, ding, ding. I'm old enough to be a pitcher, so they wanted me to come down. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Michael. 48. I'm going to go down there and see if I can hurl for him. Are you, uh, and you're going to be. Oh, uh, he'll be doing some hurling, all right. No, I'm going to go down. Uh, I'm going to go down uh, this that's coming a, week. That's a drinking joke. John and I have our regular gig on Monday evenings, and I'm going to do it from, uh, from oh, you Jupiter. Are. Yes. You're going to phone it in. I'm going to do it's it from like the KMOX studio down there, and I'm going to see the game well, on Tuesday. It in. Yes. Tuesday and Thursday, and then Friday morning, I'm going to be broadcasting live from Jupiter, Florida with my buddy here. Friday morning. Friday morning, huh? And Next you're gonna, are you going to be you, with us? What do you got? I'll be with you guys too. Right, we got a studio out there. What what are you doing? Well, well, this you've been there with me before. They huh? X has a studio that you could Polly and oh. uh, Ackerman are sitting there doing exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it is a real studio. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. So I'm gonna I'm it'll gonna go like down there had, and check it'd it be, out. It'll be like you've got COVID. Yeah. You just won't be I, working here. from home. I had invited my buddy to go with me, John Hancock. Yes, but he says I'm gonna go to the world's greatest sport, snooker. So he's he's saving up his vacation to go to England to see snooker. Now, doesn't that sound exciting? Well, for John, it does. You're gonna oh, you're gonna call yeah. in on snooker. Oh, yeah. uh, you well, know? you got to have the phone's got to have that. Uh, what do you do with the where you got to dial like a plus sign or whatever? It's, it, <laughs> You don't have to dial. The He's plus never been sign, out of the country. You? This oh, is his first like time the, out of the country. The oh, to, oh, to get out of the country. The yeah. uh, it's or, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to dial all but, those numbers. I, but, I right? This is can... your first time out of the country. No, I've been to Cancun, buddy. Oh, you've been to Mexico. Well, okay. But, yeah. I mean, this is your first time overseas. Yes, over the seas. Yeah. I've been I've been to the ocean before, but yeah. I've not been What are you flying, uh, Southwest? No, I've got the, uh, what do you call them? United. Uh, no, the... Uh, Delta. Virgin. American. British Amer- British Airways. Uh, uh, United Emirates. Powered by Delta, I think, or United. Somebody. You should, you should get one of those uh, those Emirates flights. Oh. Where it's like, I don't know, 15,000. Yeah. You, you know, we're not you get your own that. little pod. Now, people tell me I need to upgrade for the leg room on this thing, which I've not done. Mm. Uh, is it is it really cramped? I don't know. Tyler says you don't need to. Oh. Piece of cake, huh? Well, you have small legs. I have long legs. The heck you do. What's your My inseam? legs are very long. What's your inseam, John? That's a little personal. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's there's a lot of inches there. <laughs> and, wait a minute. Uh, you, you were always complaining that you don't have, you have, have to no have torso. the chair that sits have, up higher because no, you don't have. A, I don't have a torso. Oh. My torso is tiny. I have oh. a tiny torso. My legs are lengthy. I'm kind of like that, too. I have long legs. Yeah. And that's I'm why. I'm short. That's I'm why normal. I don't like sitting in booths at restaurants. Oh, you, I love the booth. You sit in a booth. Well, if you don't have a torso, you know, the table's coming up to your neck. 
And, you know, it's hard to eat there's, with your neck on the Here's table. the problem with booths. There's nothing manly about sitting in a booth and having Scooting to do that out. goofy little bounce across <laughs> so that you can sit in the middle across. You know, it looks, it looks so much dainty and delicate for a girl. Oh, but when you're big dudes like cares? us and you're stuffing yourself into a booth, you look goofy. Yeah, it does. I mean, so what, though? But what do you mean, so what? It's so it's comfortable. You don't want to look like a dork. Like you're trying to impress the girl that you're there. Nah, she doesn't to. care. She doesn't? Yeah, she's worried about other problems yeah. of yours. <laughs> yeah, just, she doesn't care about how you look there's getting somebody, into There's somebody with a lie on their mind. Right? She's, like, yeah, she's not worried about how you look getting out of a booth. But don't you feel silly hopping into I a booth and bouncing across? I get what you're saying. But it's just, it's worth it to be comfortable. I was just out of town at one of these places, a big fancy I restaurant with my mom, mm-hmm. um, and it's they sat us at a table, and I said, we don't want a booth. Well, the whole place is a booth. Every table was a booth, but mm. it was those rounded booths. The horseshoe. Yes. I don't like oh. those. And the horseshoe I, booths I don't like. And so I'm one of the younger people there, so I'm going to go get in the middle, and there I was. I mean, I could have been in a bouncy house bouncing yep. in the middle <laughs> so that everybody else can say. <laughs> Whoever came up with the idea of booths was... They're, they should be banned. Huh. No, they're the, uh, the, you, the horseshoe ones. I I agree with you. Have you guys ever done it's this? a long I've, journey to the middle of those? I've never done this before. But how about the people who sit like a couple who goes to dinner and they sit in a booth and they same don't side. sit across from each other. They sit on the same side. I only that. I will only do that if we're at a sports bar and the TV's on. Yes, that's it. It's weird. It's weird to well, be. That's not uh, weird. To sit in a booth with nobody across with you and you and your wife, you and your yeah. gal pal sitting next to you, that's weird. Sit that across weird? from each other. How do, you, how do you have a conversation? You talk to her. You talk outside of your mouth no, like you, this. You hey, honey, how you think? Hey, well, what, you, you turn your what's head. What's the left side of my face look like? Do you not have a neck? Well, why not sit on the other side of the why not sit on the other side of the booth because so you can you look at each other? Next to your love. Huh? Well, what if you're not in love though? That that's a good well, point. If what if you don't love her, what are you doing at the restaurant paying for it? Well you just met her. Oh. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, 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 oh by weird. the way, Wait, if you me, sit on, next hold, to a let, gal that you just met on the on. same side of the no, booth, that's, that's creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. I How, agree with that. You know, when you watch movies uh, <laughs> that, that are supposed to have taken place like 100 years ago, yes. and people meet, and then within a week they're like, let's get married, because it must have been a thing because they knew they were going to die soon. Can you? How long does it take for you to say I love you to somebody? Second date. Come on, dude. You're, you can't be serious. No, I, I knew... I knew on the second date I was going to marry Georgian. Okay, well that I, I did. I did. But what about prior to that? I know that's not the first time. Well, you prior said to I that love was you. the first date, which was quite an evening. Uh, but and prior to that, I didn't really know her. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I mean, other people your, you had fallen in love with when you were a kid. Were She's you one of those people? First person you've peck ever... on the cheek and oh my god, I love you. No, it takes a little time. Yeah, uh, you got to figure yeah, things yeah, out. Yeah, months, right? It can be. I mean, it, I think. I think. I. I do believe there is love at first sight. I do believe that. Michael, what about you, uh, buddy? I I'm in therapy over my situation. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> like, I, it took me a long time to like. I dated a, a great lady for like. 10 years, and I think for the first three or four, I wouldn't even say we were dating. I would say, we're hanging out, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I was a whole basket of issues, brother. Oh, uh, so, but it, it usually, we, the, the L word, it, it needs a little bit of time to grow, right? Because oh, yeah. once you throw out the love word. Can't take it back. Yeah, not only that. It's out but, there. Right, and it's not like you can decide one day, oh, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore because you've been using the L word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, now you've got to go you through You like the, to leave your options open. 
potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Ranji, you're single. We're about the same age. I think you're probably Don't in this. Don't put your stuff on me. No, but I mean, you, you seem to know pretty well, finger me. I know people like uh, you. Yeah, do you? I know people exactly Are you like a guy you. who uh, pecks them on the cheek and tells them right then, I love you? Or no. do you? How long does it take you? Six months? 2035. 2035? The year 2035. That's when oh, you'll tell the, somebody you I'll love let, them? I'll let somebody know I love them. That's 11 years. Buddy, we're really similar. We're, we're not in too different. In some ways we are. Yeah. Yeah. But you sit in booths. That's weird. I love a booth. Yeah, that's weird. You see there? He loves a booth. Yeah. Love is in the air, Ron. I know. It's, you love your what booth? if you and I went to a restaurant? Would you sit on the same side with me? No. Of well, a booth? Are we at a sports bar? Even if we were at a sports bar and the TV was the only TV. on one side, I, want to see I would the TV. not sit on the same side as you. If you said to me, well, I want to sit over there so I can see the TV, I'd be like, well, then I'm going to have to go sit over there. Okay. Because so, we're not sitting on the same side of a booth together as two grown men. Well, that's that's your problem. No, that's weird. Well, uh, but I want to watch the game. Okay. And if I have to sit next to you to do it, then I'll do it. Huh. Let me just encourage all of you out there <laughs> that, that love is a love is a many-splendid thing. Yeah. Uh, love is... Love is gracious and kind, and it's... Uh, Patient? Yes, all of those things in, in 1 Corinthians oh, yeah. out there. And... Uh, <laughs> By the way, the worst reading at any wedding ever is always that one. Love is patient. Love is kind. You know what? If you're going to use reading, do something boast. we all don't know. Get a new one. Okay. Are you right. with me? Well, I'm working on what that What wedding right have now. you been to that they don't use that? A lot. The, every one of them. Not I, everyone. I will be honest with you. I tune out everything that happens during the ceremony. I don't go to weddings. <sighs> I'll go to the reception. This, this is a nice I, presence. I, hey, I found this is, this is a, I've, wow. I have done this quite a bit of times. Uh-huh. Skipped the ceremony oh, to go well, to the you they better don't not, know. You better not skip your partner's ceremony is all I'm going to tell you. Well, oh, no, no. I, hers is all going to be one big thing. Yeah. So I'll have to go. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but I listen. Wait, wait I, do you hear the message at that thing? Oh, she doing it at the Cracker Barrel like she had discussed earlier? <laughs> well, Is Amy? that what she's thinking? Yeah. If Amy gets married at a Cracker Barrel, <laughs> I I am there. For I sure. am totally going to get one of those oh. little rocking chairs and sit Hell there and yes. rock. And you Although, and I will talk about Hell love. Yes. Although, when's love the last time you've had a good uh, chicken and dumplings? You can get that at the Cracker Barrel. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only gotten breakfast there every time I've been. I've never had any breakfast Chicken and dumplings. Is, is the Cracker Barrel's not oh. open in the evenings, is it? I don't know. Yeah, of course they It are. would be a breakfast place only, No, right? no, no, no. You can get you can get chicken fried steak there if you want. You can't, oh, I think I've had that. Yes. Great point. And you got yep. the chicken and dumplings. And I usually only go to a Cracker Barrel when I'm traveling. I'm very hungry Me right too. now. Because you know it's... You know, it's safe. You don't want the McDonald's, you but you want to sit the, down uh, for a little while. On the way to college, we would stop at the Springfield one, uh-huh. right off 55. Yeah, now you went to? Illinois State. Which the is Redbirds. in? Bloomington Normal. Bloomington Normal, Illinois. That's right. We've got uh, the Missouri Valley Tournament is coming up uh, weeks. next weekend. Yeah. No, no, no. Two weekends yeah. from now. Arch Madness. I love it. You know oh. what the best part of that is? What? The Masters is right around the corner then, and which means summer's here, right? That's yeah, fine. There's nothing better than Jim Nance saying, hello, friends. We uh, welcome you back to a, Augusta National. A texter to 314-436-7900 uh, wants to know why you guys are in the form that you're in today. What form? We drank form. earlier. We had shots together. Right? No, we didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a, I woke up in a good mood this morning. Oh, good. I was just, I was, I, you know, every day you wake up is a good day. Because if you don't wake up, you know, you're not going to have a... It was Mimosa Friday on the Hancock and Kelly no. show. Thanks for listening. You no. missed out on it. But I uh, <laughs> I just, I'm in a very good mood today. Guys, I'm glad to see you. 
Yes. I love you both. Well, no. we love you, Ron. Now go uh, go play some snooze. I'll see you in the neighborhood, it's man. We'll be a rough day together. Me, well, hey, have fun in Florida. We'll talk to you from uh, Jupiter. Yeah, that's going to be great. Where are you leaving? I'm going to leave Sunday after we do the television show. I'm going to be down there to see the game on Tuesday. Cardinals, baby. Let's go. Spring training Let's baseball. go. Spring training baseball starts tomorrow. I'll keep reminding you, 11.55 is the broadcast. Yes. Uh, right here on KMOS. Now we welcome aboard Amy Marks Corps. Amy Marks Corps. She's in the stream yard. She's ready to go. It looks like she's put her face on today. She's ready to go. All right. Chris and Amy show. Did you see this next? Did you see that thing? I can't believe it. Something is obviously wrong. This is a joke, right? Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? No way. You got to be kidding me. Don't feel bad. There's no way you could have known that. Now, did you see this with Chris and Amy on the show? It is Chris and Amy because I'm looking at Amy Mark's course. She has joined the show. She is with us. Hi, Amy. Hey, Chris. Hey, let you me- guys. Uh. You guys were awesome this morning. I really enjoyed aren't the, they, the program. Aren't they something, those people? Man, they're something, especially you and Michael together. You two, you guys are a couple of catches, I'll tell you what. Hey, thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, um, this is more of a more of a late to the party than it is a did you see this? Yeah. But did you see this young, this girl in high school, basketball player, this happened back in January, and I am just now finding out about it. Yeah. But she, in a game, um, she scored a quintuple double. You know what a double double is? Yeah. You know what a triple double is? That's when you get double digits in points, assists, or blocks, or steals, or one of those, right? This lady got a quintuple double. So she ended up with this is this is super unbelievable because it doesn't ever happen. Eleven points, twenty rebounds, eleven assists, ten steals, and ten blocks. Oh my gosh! That never happens. Her name is uh... her name is Kiana Christmas, and she plays for Fonda Fultonville in New York. How about that? Wow. I'd never even heard of a quintuple double. I had not either, but um, apparently Wilt Chamberlain had done it before. Huh. Very interesting. Well, I don't know if you saw this. Kind of a bummer. Uh, Bobby the dog. He was the world's oldest dog when he died. Uh, I think he was 30 years old. 31 years, 165 days when he died. And he won the record for the world oldest dog. Well, guess what? He has been posthumously stripped of his title as the world's oldest dog. Wait a minute. Because they're... They replaced the dog, didn't they? With a lookalike dog. <laughs> well, they might have, but they said there's dispute because about his age because there is no evidence that he was as old as the owner claimed. Usually that breed, the dog breed that he is, of Bobby would live about 12 to 14 years. But when he was awarded that title, they said he was 30 and that he died when he was 31. But the Guinness Guinness World Record book claimed that there's no conclusive evidence that they can definitively prove his date of birth. And because of that, they just cannot let him retain his title. I'll tell you what, if he did live to be 30... Then mm-hmm. the whole every year a uh, dog lives is the equivalent of seven human years is all BS because That's that right. would mean that would mean that dog was two hundred ten years old. That's right. Look at you with your multiplication facts coming in big. Um, can I admit something to you? Yep. I used my you, phone calculator. You to did not. That out. Please, yeah. you did not. 
I could not. Are you serious? I could not think of. For seven times three? If it would have been seven times two, I would have been able to tell you that it was 140. (laughs) But I couldn't figure out that last seven. I will say, okay, Mason Jarrett told me that I am the strongest looking weak person he's ever met. Like, I look (laughs) like I should. That makes sense. I should be strong. Like, like, oh, you have some muscles, and I have no strength whatsoever. I'm just the weakest person. You are the smartest dumb person I've Thank ever you. met. Thank you. Yeah. Because you should know. Like, you're smart, Ranch. Like, I don't. Do you we know don't what suffer happens? fools here. You're smart. You you are logical. I disagree with you a lot, but I I respect your intellect. It's just that's why the multiplication facts don't make sense when to it me. Come, but when it comes to math, it, it's be, I, I get very overwhelmed, and then I get nervous. Oh, that's adorable. I get nervous when I'm trying to think of the answer. And then I think I'm, well, that, and then and then I start to think I'm never going to figure this out and I'm stupid. And that's all I'm thinking about instead of what the answer is. <laughs> okay, can I ask a serious question sure. though? Like you're a big time sports guy. Did did stats make you nervous? No. I just tried not to know them. <laughs> adorable this guy. Amy Marks scores. Let's have a Friday, Amy. What do you say? Let's do it. Chris and Amy coming back after this on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.